Hello, and welcome to the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. So today's guest, something that I'm now sort of doing with professional athletes turned into real estate professionals, I have the great pleasure of introducing you guys to Bo Blankenship, who played professional football, is now a real estate professional franchise owner for Engel and Volkers in the 38 coastline of Florida. Bo, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate that. Oh, man, I'm so happy for this conversation. So um, you and I just met recently, so this is great, but I did a little bit of research, and it's really a lot of fun to have your knowledge on the show today. But for the sake of the audience, can you tell us how you got started in real estate? Yeah, so, you know, growing up, I was always, just interested in it, always, you know, fascinated with beautiful homes and the investment side of homes and, and all sorts of stuff. So just always, you know, just always had my attention. And then as I was getting older and going through college and stuff like that, I just started learning more and more about it, started following these guys on social media and just kind of, kind of looking into it. And so it was always fascinating. And then, um, so I played sports and then after that career ended, I didn't play, I didn't play professional very long, but after that ended, you know, I just transitioned straight into real estate, started going, uh, built a property management company as well. Only had that for about two years. We sold that. Um, then we started our own brokerage, I guess, three years ago. Yep. It's just been kind of a, it's kind of a easy transition as, as wild as it is from sports to real estate. It's actually, they parallel pretty well. So tell me a little bit about that. Cause that's fascinating to me. You know, I've had a lot of other uh, guest on the show that were professional athletes, which takes so much discipline, right? And so mm-hmm. you're transferring that skill set into yep. real estate, which mm-hmm. really sort of talks about how you've been successful. Tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about your sports life and how that transitioned into real estate. Who did you play for? So I played at Iowa State in college for um, a little bit, and I transferred to Ohio, where my best friend was playing, so I played with him, and then after that, we were with the Jaguars for a little bit, you know, but really sports, you learn how to train, you learn yeah. how to you learn how to win, you learn how to lose, you learn how yes. to do the practices you have to put into place to get better, um, how to succeed, how to talk to people, um, how to market yourself, all this kind of stuff, so um, all of that was just a completely easy transition. The the biggest difficulty with it is, you know, in sports or, or even just your health, you can kind of control it. Like, hey, if you want to get stronger, you need to do this, this, and this. But like the biggest transition is, you know, you can't really control it, real estate. Like there's things you cannot control. I can't control um, what this buyer is going to do. I can't control how they're going to, you know, how to, re- to react. So that's been the biggest difficulty, I think. And so there's a lot more similarities though, right? Because you were a part of a team and then you Mm -hmm. created a team. So tell me how that transitions, right? Because you're a member of a team and now you're Mm -hmm. the leader of a team. Yeah. So I think you, yeah, yeah. So you learn, you know, when you're talking to the coach or the position coach or whoever, you learn from them how to lead and how to talk to people, you know, kind of take command, lead people, um, energize them. And so you learn that from a sports setting and, you know, really you have that of being on that team. You really have the same, same mentality because you're a captain, you're leading people. Yeah. And so that really transitioned easy and knowing what it takes to build a team, knowing the right pieces, knowing the right mentality and kind of the personalities you need and the key pieces you need to have a successful team. So, you know, that actually is a, 
a great example. And I, I haven't really put that really thought about that much, but yeah, being on it and transitioning, it's very similar. So you, now you're the coach, right? So yeah, how do you exactly. motivate your team now? Um, well, something about real estate is it doesn't take much to get you motivated because if you don't <laughs> succeed, you don't eat. Right. So like, you if you're not, if you're not motivated yourself, I think it's, you're in the wrong business. So, um, but you really just keeping them energized, keeping the, keeping the office fun, making sure, um, as my job, I like to bring in enough deals that I can kind of spread the, spread the love a little bit. And so like keeping them on their toes and feeding them what I can, um, but also just encouraging them and watching them succeed and, and do big deals and get listings. It's just super energizing and everyone encourages each other and feeds off each other. I love that. And now tell me about where you actually are practicing real estate, right? It's almost like an undiscovered, beautiful area of Florida. Right. And it's right. the 38 coastline. Tell me about that. It's uh, it's an unbelievable area. If you have never been here, you need to check it out. It is, it's unreal. So it's in between Destin and Panama City Beach. It's this, uh, it's really a second home market. And there are a bunch of full-time people. I think it's like the it's a top five fastest growing full-time County in the, wow. in the country. So it's like people are moving here like crazy, but really it's a second home luxury market. Our average price points, you know, a couple million bucks. So it's a very, very nice. We have white Sandy beaches, clear water. So it's, it's really, really phenomenal. And the investment side here is phenomenal, but it's just a great place to live. I love that. Actually, I'm going to a similar area. I'm going to go to Panama city for a speech uh, in the yeah. next couple of weeks. So I'm going to be in your neighborhood. You come down here, drive about 15, 20 minutes uh, west, and you'll see some crazy real estate, and you'll see some awesome stuff. I love it. Maybe we'll meet for some coffee yeah, in the next sure. couple of weeks. That'd be a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah. So tell me three pieces of advice that you would give somebody entering the market today, right? So you came from another industry. So mm. what three pieces of advice that maybe you wish you had when you first entered? Find somebody to learn from, right? That. So that's that's piece one. Find somebody to learn from, and whether it's a team or a mentor, or whatever, find somebody that knows what they're doing. Because if you go in cold turf, it's it's, it's hard tough. to figure out. It's tough, man. It is a tough market, and um, so find somebody to learn from. Be consistent, and then also be be who you are. Don't try to be something you're not. You know, if you're trying to sell a certain lifestyle that's not you. If you're trying to act a certain way, that's not you. I mean, people can sniff that out. And like, so just be real. Those, that would be my three things. So find somebody to, to mentor, be consistent. So consistent with your marketing, consistent with what you're doing, mailings, all that kind of stuff, cold calls, whatever you're doing, and then be who you are. And then authenticity, right? That's sort of like the whole sort of thing. Same thing, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, be real, authenticity, same thing. yeah. Right? It's sort of like, it's so, it's so spot on. And I think now, in our market now, it's almost a disservice for an agent to enter now because the market is hot. Everyone is just sort of like getting multiple offers on everything. Nobody has that skill set, right? I love the idea of mentoring consistency. Because when the market shifts, and it will, if you don't have that skill set, you're out of the business. Gone. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and this, this market, that's, a frustrating part of their people coming in cousins, sisters selling multi-million dollar homes you've never heard of. And it's just, right. it's, you know, great for them. But when it, when it shifts, it'll thin out and, you know, but if you stay consistent and do what you do, you should be okay. I love it. I love it. And so tell me how you see this market changing, right? So right now we're in a very robust market. 
post COVID and hopefully we're sort of getting on the uh, the other side of this with COVID. Mm-hmm. How do you sort of see the market changing? Obviously, with commercial and retail, there was a lot of strong hits during COVID. Yep. And mm-hmm. so what do you see, especially in your area, as to the shift in a post-COVID market? Yeah, so what we've what we've seen, obviously, like you hit on it, COVID, it was a super strong market. You know, we exploded the second half of the year, and we saw it into this year. What we're seeing now is kind of some of the seasonality that we did see before. So, like, you know, typically it slows down when people go back to school, right? Yep. And so we, we saw that our August and September – were slightly slower, but fall break happened last week, and now we're seeing a big bust or big boom again. So I think it's we're going to go back to some of the seasonality, which is good, right? It was just, I mean, there was a year like we couldn't even see straight. We were just going, going, going like deals, which is great, and I loved it. And that's how my mentality is. So I loved it, um, but now we're seeing it kind of you know slow down in certain and, and pick up the normal seasonality. But I'd like to think the um, the the numbers will stay the same. I'd like to think the values will i don't think we can keep going just up will it shift right. a little bit potentially right do i think it's going to be a bad thing i don't you know if if we get back to a little bit more stable prices i don't think that would be a bad thing but i see potentially some of that coming yeah i think i agree with you because now interest rates are actually going to probably sort of start to creep up again and mm-hmm. so you have that normalcy of a market mm-hmm. that i think is healthy for a yeah. market to have that, right yeah. because you, know, you just can't keep going up Right. Right. And I think right. that there is that balance at that point. Yeah. And it's just been going up for so long, which is great, which is great. You know, but what we're seeing in Florida in particular, and probably other states too, we're seeing this is we're seeing so many full-time people yeah. move from after, from this pandemic. And we're seeing so many people come to our market. So I think that market is a market we didn't have before that is now taking yep. off. So I'm interested to see how that's going to you know change over the next year. So how are you dealing with all the New Yorkers coming into your backyard? Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, we're we're happy to have them. You know, we met someone on the beach that moved uh, moved from L.A. We had somebody yeah. we met move from London, and we're seeing people from everywhere. It's just it's fantastic. That's awesome. How, how does somebody in London find the thirty eight coastline in Florida? No idea. No idea. I think he <laughs> lived in New York for a little bit, and Got it. they came down here and visited, and they were went to London. They're like, hey, let's just move over there. So. Got it. This is wild. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell me, all right, you played professional mm-hmm. sports. Now you're doing a really successful real estate business. Tell me what the greatest lesson you've learned in your career so far. Man, just to, to have a thankful, have a thankful heart, like with whatever oh, you're doing. Yeah. So thankful, thankful for all the deals you're doing for every deal you get. You need to be thankful for it. Thankful for the wins. Thankful for the losses. Um, yeah. So just do everything with a thankful and, and grateful heart. And I think, um, if you have that and you come from that place, no matter what you're doing, I think you'll, you know, you'll be fruitful from it. I love that, Bo. It's sort of like, it's interesting. I've done this now for almost two years on this show and everyone who's been so successful has come from a humble heart and from a place of service. Right. And you always sort of see that it's always sort of like, you know, the person that comes in and starts counting the commission check is the person that's going to be very short lived in this industry. Very short lived. Yep. If you yep. start letting commission get in the way of deals and Ugh. pride get in the way of deals and bitterness and all of that, not only are your relationships going to crumble, 
you know, your life is just not going to be in a place where, where you need to be. And it's just, we don't have any place on our team for that. And so that's a big, when I was talking about the characteristics of people we yeah. had, like those few, few things, if you see that early on, it's never a good fit. It, it isn't, it's not a good fit for our industry, right? right. sort of like when you start thinking about this on a global scale, you know, a real estate purchases on a residential side is usually one of the biggest purchases that anyone is going to be doing. So mm-hmm. you have to come in and be there as that person who's going to be the trusted advisor on that, yep. on that deal. And you have to give them the real facts. Sometimes it's, you shouldn't buy this, mm-hmm. right? You have to be the 100%. person that advises you. 100%. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, got to be truthful because, I mean, if they're going to make a bad purchase that they just emotionally fall in love with, you just have to let them know. I mean, there's just a lot of things, you know, yeah. that stems from. So, 100%. And so, yeah. tell me who's been the greatest influence in your life and why? My father, um, just seeing how he worked and, you know, seeing how he he raised us and now raising my kids, just seeing that, you know, I just want to be as much like him as I can. Um, I took for granted growing up how much... Uh, I should have learned from him and now I'm trying to soak up all of that, that I can, but from, and that's from a life, life perspective and from a business perspective, the same thing. He's, he's been very successful in what he's done. And so he's been a big influence on me. I love that. I love that. Does he work with you? No, we do some development deals together. So we do a bunch of development. Um, that's a big part of my business. And so we'll do some um, spec homes together, some commercial spaces and stuff together. So, you know, we do do a few deals here and there. Tell me a little bit about your development business. Yeah, so that's a big part of my di- business. And so when I first got started, it was hard to get listings, right? So like, who's going to yeah. get a new listing to a, or a, a $3 million list to a new agent? You know, not many people. So I uh, I started just like building my own inventory. So I would find the deals, pitch it to all my contacts. Like, hey, this is this. This is the numbers. Um, I think we're going to see a 200% return or whatever on it. Um, and so I'd, I'd acquire the land. We'd acquire land, do the build, and we'd sell it for you know, four or five million bucks and they'd make, you know, a great amount of money. And so, but I would get the listing on the back end. Right. Yeah. And so um, all of a sudden we had, you know, 10, $4 million listings. And so, so I kind of built my business off of that. And then that just trickled to a bunch of people calling us and us called cold calling around that. Um, but we do a bunch of business, uh, a bunch of developments. I do a bunch of myself. And I think we have 23 projects going right now. So it's a big part of what we do. I love that. So you came in, you saw the market, you wanted to get into the luxury market. You were new. Mm. People weren't giving you the listings. So you go mm. create your own listings. Yep. 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 That's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great model if you can, if you have the context to do it or yeah. if you have the funds to do it yourself, because then you get the listing, you have the house, it's a brand new house. So you've got the place for the agents to sit open houses. So you get leads from that. And I mean, it's just, to me, it's the, the best way to do it. Um, Cause you, I mean, it's, it's just a good way because it gives content for the, the, the people on your team to, to use, to sit at, to leverage. And, and, um, and if the, if the developer is successful, you're going to do five more. That's right. So, so where there's no market, go create it. Go create it. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. And you know, all the inventory because you're building it. Yeah. You know, all of it, everything. And then, and then, so now that you know, every, all the inventory, and you've studied because you're putting your own money or doing the spec yourself. Right. You know, everything is traded on and off market and you become the market leader. You have the most knowledge of anybody. So anytime you talk to a buyer or a seller, you know, more than anybody who doesn't want to meet or who doesn't want to use somebody that's not an absolute market 
leader with their knowledge. And so it's, that's another thing that just comes with it. You just brought up a great point. It's the idea of expertise, right? When we live in a world now where so much information is readily available, nobody needs a real estate agent to sort of go and figure out what's for sale. It's, it's there. Go to realtor.com, go to Zillow. You'll see everything, right? You need somebody that can tell you the nuances, the expertise, what you're just talking about. Yep. Yep. And, and if you have that knowledge and you can reel it off off the top of your head and actually know it, not just do a speech, you'll, you'll be able to snag a client just like that by being the market leader, you know, because people, people are drawn to people that are are knowledgeable and are going to make them successful because we boil it down. It's about them making money. If you can find them the best deal or whatever. So people pay for knowledge, right? right? People don't pay for information. You can get information for free. People pay for knowledge. It's a huge difference. Exactly right. I love that. So tell me what advice you would give your 10-year-old self with the lens that you have today, Bo. My dad instilled this to me, and it's the same thing I would, you know, I would say again is um, you know, no no goal is too big, right? To play yeah. football, to to make as much as you want, to have a whatever size business or whatever. No goal is too big. So don't, you know, don't don't cut sell yourself short, you know. I love that. Shoot, shoot, shoot for the biggest goals you can. You know, I always sort of say success is a math problem, right? It's sort of like you want to make a million bucks this year divided by 12. That's what you got to do for the month. Yep. It's sort of like, how do you get there? Let's sort of like divide that. So that Mm -hmm. idea of a business plan is all that you sort of need, right? You have a plan, you follow it. Yep. 100%. Love that. That That was a good one. All right. So final question for you. So in your book of life, what is this chapter called right now? Explosive growth. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, explosive. And that's been my, I feel like that's been my stage of life for the past five years. And I, I think it's going to continue. It is just explosive, explosive growth, like in all areas. Right. And so uh, with the business, with finances, with my wife, with our, you know, with our faith, everything. I want explosive growth in all areas, um, but it needs, it needs to be the right growth. But um, that's the chapter right now because we're still expanding, we're still growing, and we're still hungry and, and chasing our numbers. I like that. Tell me a little bit more about it has to be the right growth. What does that mean for you? Because I think that's a so, really like really special thing to say. So I own, you know, obviously we have a team of you know six people that work with us, and then I also own the brokerage which we have. Um, I think about 80 agents right now with the brokerage and we can, we could add a hundred agents in five seconds if we want Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it's gotta be the right people and the right fit. And the, you know, we don't want to grow just to grow. We want to grow sure. with a purpose. And uh, same thing with my team with people that email me all the time. Hey, I want to join your team, blah, blah, blah. blah. And if it's not the right fit and we don't see it. Um, so it's just the right, right growth or selective growth is kind of what I'm referring to there. I love it. Well, Bo, thank you so much for sitting yeah. with me, for really sort of giving your knowledge. I, I enjoyed this conversation a lot. I really am looking forward to seeing you in person, hopefully in the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, thank you for the time today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you all of you for listening. This has been the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Mm-hmm.